are we going to get all the free agents back? We're not. Uh, we're just not. We're, we're not capable of getting all those guys back. But um, we also understand that um, we're in a good situation in terms of picks that we have going forward. We have a lot of guys under contract, not only for this year, but going forward. And so, um, you know, we're not going to make excuses for the position that we're in. No excuses. Welcome on in. WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, 215-592-9494. Kyle Quinn behind the glass. We're less than two hours away from the start of legal tamper. Good morning, you. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Philadelphia. How's everybody doing? Good. How was your weekend? It was good, man. Somebody, But you know what? I had a problem because, mm. uh, you know, I was sitting at the house, you know, hanging out. Somebody kept stealing my whiskey. You know, it it just disappeared? It started like, listen, going down a little bit? I had, I had a full bottle of Uncle Nears. And then all of a sudden, like as the night progressed, it was just, I would look around. I'm like, damn, who drank all this liquor? You turn around, it was gone. It was gone, man. The whole bottle. It happens sometimes. Hey, and I do not feel bad about it. Well, that. you know what? It, that's maybe a metaphor because we might look up in a couple hours and all these Eagles players might be gone here. You, <laughs> It's Douglas. about to go down. Yeah, it is. It's that, about and to be fast and furious free agency it market. It could be. So 12 p.m. today at 215-592-9494 to hop in and join us on this Monday. So NFL free agency legal tampering starts at noon. And Hugh, I'll tell you, I mean, I I kept holding out some hope, and I still am. I'm holding out some hope that that perhaps the rumors that are out there, the way this is trending, would go the other way, that the Eagles would, would turn aggressive. They would try to re-sign some of these guys, bring, you know, at least one star player back from a team that made the Super Bowl last year. But you, it feels like the Eagles are gonna sit out the first wave of free agency. Like, yeah. Just it kind of feels like the that. tea leaves are out there. Yeah, and and another thing, Joe, is it feels like they're sending some mixed messages mm. to me, which I do not understand, knowing what I know about free agency and how it works. You don't let a player that you want or you consider or covet, you know, uh, you highly regard a player or, or covet a player, you don't let them get to free agency because you know how that goes. You know, it's like when they get out there, there are going to be offers out there that are going to exceed the ones that you're willing to give. Yep. And you put yourself in a situation where – they're not players are not coming back. You know, you talk about CJGJ and the fact that they say, "Hey, you know what? We're not going to franchise tag you, but we would love to have you back." If you really wanted him back, you would have you wouldn't have let it get to this point. And then you look at the fact that that Jalen Ramsey was traded, the fact that Darius Slay is a guy that's being considered to be on the chopping block, and and telling him he can go out and find a a, a, a trade partner, mm-hmm. and then say, "Hey, we'd we'll love to have you back." That makes no sense to me. So I'm kind of I'm kind of flabbergasted on how this free agency market is going for these corners right now. Yeah, and I'm I'm just bothered by all this. It's 215-592-9494. Look, I understand the Eagles are up against the cap. I think we all realize they don't have $100 million in cap room. This is not a surprise to anyone. We knew this was coming. They were going to have to make some difficult choices. But I I've expected them to be more aggressive than we've heard so far. Like I I went I, I looked at Peter King's column this morning, right? And he was he was got nuggets, he's got things he's hearing. You know, the Eagles weren't mentioned once in the article in terms of free agents. Like, it wasn't like the Eagles could be nothing. It's like everyone's just, you know, accepted the idea that they're going to let all these guys go. And it was a great team. Like, Hugh, this wasn't a 10-7 and seven team where it's like, all right, the, the, you know, these guys are expensive. We were okay. This team was two minutes away from winning a championship. And it feels like Howie Roseman and the Eagles are, are content letting everyone go, sitting out the first wave of free agency. And I look at it like this. There's a window they have to win here. And I, I just don't want 2023 to be just like, well, what, you know, we gave it a try, but we we're going to take a step back. It's, it's, it's an odd feeling coming off a of Super Bowl. 215-592-9494. And I know there's this fear about free agency, like, well, it's bad money. It's, it's, you, you spend money and then they're bad contracts. You know, in the last five years, you the team that spends the most in free agency, they've all increased their win total significantly. You're like, yes, there's some mistakes made in free agency. But a lot of times 
you add good players, you win more games. Yeah, but that all depends on the team that you are. Because I look at the team exactly that way. Look at them as a team that is going to potentially go out and try to sign as many people as they can to get over that hump. Sure. You know, especially when that in the division that they're in, because like Tennessee is going to be on the downslide, you know, Indianapolis Colts still don't have a quarterback. So there's going to be some opportunities there. The Eagles right now are sitting at the top of the mountain and they're in a good position. They're in a good situation. They got some young receivers. They got a young quarterback that they're going to be able to work with. Granted, they're going to put him and make him a high paid quarterback, but you still have some wiggle room there. You still have some wiggle room, and you have some core guys defensively that if you put some other pieces around, you could still be a competitive team. Well, you can. And, and 215-592-9494 to hop in on this. Does it bother you if the Eagles sit out the first wave of free agency? Everything starts today at noon. And I'm glad you mentioned Jalen Hurts because yeah, we all know he's going to get paid, right? Yeah. He's going to get a contract. It's going to change the way the Eagles have to structure the salary cap. But, Hugh, that contract doesn't have to kick in until next year. Like They'll give it to him now. But whatever they do with Jalen Hurts' contract, however they for, you know format this, his cap number this year is not going to be ridiculous. It's going to be higher, probably, I'm sure, than it is right now. But there is room to re-sign some of these players. And you, I, I, I would take anything at this point. Like, if they bring back Bradbury, I'll be happy. If they bring back Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, I'll be happy. Or Hargrave, whatever. Or if they could go out and they could, they could sign a player we're not even talking about today. It's just bizarre to me to be th- at the top of the mountain, like you said, right there, and it just let all of these good players just walk out the door with seemingly, in the moment, no plan to replace them with a star player. Yeah, that's what makes it kind of weird because, you know, on one hand, you're saying, hey, you know, we're willing to walk away from some of these players, but don't go away too far because still, we still want you here. Mm-hmm. We still want you here. So I don't, I don't understand that. Maybe that's all a ploy to, to you know, the smokescreen for other teams or whatever. I just don't get it. I, I don't either. And it, I have been waiting for days to see something to the contrary. Like, you know, never mind. They're going to bring – Hargrave back, or never mind, here comes Chauncey Garner-Johnson. 215-592-9494. Will it bother you if the Eagles sit out the first wave of free agency? And, and it, it's becoming more likely, as every minute ticks by to noon today, that is what's going to happen. Kyle Quinn, what are you feeling on this? I know you're a Howie Roseman guy, which, yeah. which I, I tend to be too, but it, this is weird to be this good of a team and it just seemingly be okay taking a major step back. Yeah, I hear you, but you got to have faith, man. You got to have faith. I'm going to try and uh, talk you guys off the ledge All a little right. bit here. Let me throw you some names. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, signed by the Eagles, or sorry, traded for by the Eagles in August. James Bradbury, signed by the Eagles in May. A.J. Brown, traded for by the Eagles during the draft in April. I'm going to channel my inner Howie Roseman here and say there are plenty of opportunities. There are going to be plenty of opportunities for the Eagles to add to this roster. I believe Howie views it that way as well. You got the draft. You have latent free agency with the undervalued markets, as Howie Roseman likes to call it. I think we just got to be a little bit patient, guys. And I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised with what this roster looks like next season. Well, good luck with being patient. In Philadelphia? Good luck with being patient. I I mean, I hear what you're saying, but good luck with that. Well, it's one thing to be patient. And I think last year was a good exercise of patience, right? You you mentioned it. It worked. I mean, the the offseason was excellent by Howie Roseman last year. But there was the expect like they were coming off a year they won nine games they barely made the playoffs so every move was like all right well okay now I'm interested the, the now I'm awake thing by Ike when they got AJ Brown like it, it kind of built and built and built like you you said it a few minutes ago they're they're at the top right they're the second best team in the NFL let's just mm-hmm. put it that way to to just let five or six or seven impact players walk away 
it's odd to me. Like, you know, Elliot last week tweeted something to the effect of, you know, watch out for a Darius Slay restructure. Watch out for a Lane Johnson restructure to clear up money. That hasn't happened yet from what I understand. They're not clearing up money. They, it's like they're not even ready for free agency. It's, it feels to me like, like they're willing to let other people set the market because they don't want to set the market. That's what it kind of feels like. You know, reading stories about, you know, the Darius Slay uh, being able to, to go out and, and find an active suitor for him mm-hmm. to, for a trade. And the fact that, with that being said, it, it put it put the Rams in a situation with Jalen Ramsey. They wanted the Herb and trade him before Darius Slay hit the market because the market would have been soft. Yes. So it just kind of makes you wonder what's going on with these free agents and, and these corners, for a matter of fact, because you look at it, what, they got a third for Darius Slay or something like that? Uh, for Ramsey, you mean? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Ramsey, Ra- yeah. Ramsey, it was me. a third-round pick and a tight end yeah. who was drafted last so, year. So it kind of makes you wonder what – what is the market for these corners now? Or or do teams feel like they're going the way of the running back and they're not as significant as they once were? Yeah, well, they might be. I mean, as teams play more cover, too, perhaps we're going that way. 215-592-9494. Where do you come down on all this? Will it bother you if the Eagles are, you know, let's just say they sit out the first way of free If we go a day, two days, we're going to be at McGurk's on Wednesday, Birdstown Hall, everyone's going to be there. If we get there on Wednesday and the Eagles haven't signed anybody and we've watched Bradbury, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Hargrave all walk out the door. Will that bother you? It will bother me. Like, this was a team that almost won a championship. And I understand the salary cap, you know, it matters. And it's a real thing. It's not easy to re-sign some of these guys. But you, I look at it this way. They're in the middle of a window to to get back to the Super Bowl and win. Like, that, to me, this is the time to be aggressive. I understand once in a while there's a year where you got to, you kind of have to bite it and you lose players. But now is now the time to just let players go? It's bizarre to me. Yeah, man. It's, 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 uh, one of those things where you look at everything that has happened right now, you do have to have some kind of faith that they're going to make some moves. But the thing that I'm concerned about is the mixed messages. Mm-hmm. You know, you're throwing us some mixed messages out there with saying, hey, you know what? You can go find a trade partner, but we would love to have you back. We just don't want to have you back for the number that you're coming back for. We don't want to have you back talking about Darius Slate for $17 million. Or you talk about CJGJ and the fact that you had an opportunity during the course of the season to either do one or two things. You could either uh, franchise tag him. And, and extended the time to have a conversation with him to get the deal done, sure. kind of like what they did down there in, in, in D.C. with mm-hmm. Deron Payne, and figure it out there. But you didn't do that. You're, you're allowing somebody else to set the bar for a player that we both know more than likely is not going to be back because the money is going to be insane. Totally. And, and the, the weird part is, is almost the lack of planning. Like I, Howie Roseman has known the entire season all these guys were going to be free agents. He even said during the combine he purposely didn't re-sign them because remember he wanted to keep the chemistry going. They were having a great year. Well, like, all right, but here we go. Like, it's go time in two hours, and there's very little reason to believe any of these guys are coming back. No, they're not coming back. I, I can't see that. I, I, I think more so than anything, that's – uh, a ploy to kind of save face and say, well, hey, you know what? We wanted him back. He just got more money somewhere else. I mean, and that's what's going to end up happening. Somebody's going to pay CJ, GJ a lot of money to come there and play corner for them. Yep. And and he's not going to be here. Yeah, well, and you know what? It's one thing to lose players. Every team does it. But you have to, you have to, like there's, uh, what, 150 free agents. We haven't heard the Eagles name connected to anyone yet. That That's the part to me. That is so strange about this. It's Hugh. It feels like they are preparing to have a, a get, let's get right year under the salary cap, which uh, for, off a Super Bowl back like, is now the time to do that. Yeah, I think. I think. See, this is the thing. I think that there are ways that you could build this team to be competitive. Uh, 
I just don't know what their what their end game is. I don't know what they're they're thinking. I don't know if that's going to be through the draft and try to get those those key players that you need in the draft, or is it going to be in free agency? But it's never going to be those big names that you think they're going to be because when you look around at the NFL, there's a lot of big names that are being thrown around that are going to be potentially cut today or or restructured deals. Sure. Well, there are. Yeah, that that will happen across the NFL. 215-592-9494. The Eagles off a Super Bowl one month ago. I mean, literally, it was almost a month ago. Today's the 13th. Yeah, yesterday was one month since the Super Bowl. The team was loaded. One of the best rosters we've ever seen in Philadelphia, and it, it feels like they are preparing us through the messaging we're hearing out there to let you know, I don't know, 19 of these guys potentially walk away. Now, Brandon Graham came back, which was great. They brought, But he came back on a super discount off a guy that had 11 sacks last year. And, and it would bother me if they sit out this first wave. And again, it doesn't have to just be the guys that were here. If they replace Bradbury with a younger corner in the first wave of free agency, fine. Go get, go get a star corner that's 26. I'm okay with that. Or if they replace Hargrave with a younger defensive tackle, I'd be okay with that. It's just... I can't remember a team that was this close that was this okay with just taking a step back. That's the part that I don't understand. Yeah, and I I think you're looking at it in in a, in the way where, you know, I don't think they're going to take a step back. They're going to have to add some defensive players. They're they're going to have to do that. But I think that they're going to do that in a way where it's going to be cap friendly for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to fill the competitive team and save some shekels. They're going to try to save some coins. On the way to doing that. Yeah, and you know what? That might be really good for the long term. But And, and I, the word you use, competitive, I agree with you. They're going to be competitive, right? Oh, no they, they, they'll be that. in the mix. But they they weren't just competitive. Like, they were at the top. And it's it's it's. I don't like the idea of just going back, you know, going back from at the top to competitive. It, it feels like that's where we're headed here as we're two hours away from the start of NFL free agency. And I'm really curious if it would bother people if the Eagles just set this out, which but by the minute, it feels that way. 215-592-9494. Will it bother you if the Eagles sit out the first wave of free agency? Now, I know they have at times. You, they, they don't, They're not always in on the first wave. Last mm-hmm. year, Kyle mentioned it. They had a bunch of players they got. But that also may have been some luck involved, right? Like they had some cap room. They had an extra pick here and there. They were able to make some trades. A.J. Brown was suddenly available. That's not every year you make those kind of moves in May and June and July. No, it's not. But I think that what you're seeing in the NFL right now is this, Joe, and, and this might be happening. what's happening. Nobody wants to try to sign some of these guys or somebody's letting these guys go because they don't want to be the one that sets the market because right. everybody's so gun-shy about the deal that, that uh, the Big Creepy got. Big Creepy got a big deal last year, and he was a guy that didn't play for at least two years in the NFL, and he got a lot of money. So they're trying – I think this is their way. When you talk about the Lamar Jackson situation, everything that's going on with this, with that – this is the NFL's way, team's way of trying to reset the market because they don't want to sign anybody. They want to try to make sure – they want to see what other teams do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, hey, this guy's name is out here, this guy's name. Let's see where they get then, and then we'll take it from there because they don't want to be the one to set the market because I, I don't think right now they, they, they know what the market is. Well, I don't think they do either. Um, but this is the weird part for me with Howie Roseman. He usually does know the market really well. He usually has a good feel for the market. And the fact that they didn't re-sign those guys, you brought this up a couple times this morning before the show, that they could have, you know, they could have re-signed Chauncey Gardner-Johnson last week, right? Mm-hmm. They could have done it before he got to free agency. They could have tagged him, like you said, Deron Payne, that, that old situation. The fact that they didn't is signaling to me they're going to let all these guys walk away. And they'll, maybe they'll bring him back if it's a super cheap deal, but that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, I can tell you one person that's definitely not coming back. Javon Hargrave ain't coming back. 
Man. Fletcher, Fletcher Cox ain't coming back because when you look at that money that Deron Payne got, you, you're licking your chops. And you already know you might not be in in the neighborhood that Deron Payne is in, but damn it, you're going to be in the cul-de-sac. You're definitely going to be, be in close. the cul-de-sac. You'll be close. Yes. That's with, a gripper ton ton. Yes, with a gripper it. ton ton. Yeah. You're going to make a nice little piece. Of, you're going to make a nice living. You're going to make a nice living with this next contract at 30 years old. Is there a certain number that becomes a gripper ton, or is it just a feel? You it's just feel a feel. It. Okay. Like, you know, whatever, like, you know, because I think we were talking about like 20 million, 20 million a year, something like that. So, yeah, that, that'll be with a nice signing bonus. He's going to get a nice little signing bonus, and he's going to be very, very happy with the number that he receives at the end of the day. I think the rule of thumb with a Gripperton is that you know one when you see one. Yeah. Right? Like That's you, it. you see a guy yeah. get paid, you're when like, it makes you feel it makes you feel real good or or it's like like for me in life right now, my my life goal is to when I get a home, I want a craft ice maker. <laughs> I know that might not sound like a lot. Like to on somebody. the fridge, like you. you no, press- you, I'm talking about when, when I say a craft ice maker. I'm talking about the one that makes the the ball of ice. Oh yeah, you know the nice one that you can put in your whiskey that people be stealing from your yeah. house. <laughs> like yeah, I want like that is my like you you know we all have something sure. as a man that you say hey you know what when I get so and so and so this is what I'm gonna get and I'm gonna be the happiest that I can be at this moment for me right now that's a craft ice maker. It's a simple thing, but it yes, matters. But it matters to me. Yeah, just like re-signing these players matters to me. 215-592-9494. Will it bother you if the Eagles sit out the first big wave of free agency? It all starts today at noon, the start of legal tampering. It would bother me. This was a team two minutes away from winning a championship. Like that That's the part I can't reconcile. They were this close. They, do, they don't have to pay their quarterback in terms of on the cap this year, right? They could push this money around. We know they're going to give Jalen Hurts a contract, but it just feels like the Eagles are – moving towards letting 10, 15 guys go and just figuring out as they go along. That doesn't strike me as as how this offseason should have went. Hugh, I, I thought one of these guys would be back, and I'm hoping by 12 o'clock I, I, maybe something changes. But I thought they'd bring something back. It nah. feels like they're not. No, nah, I think what they're doing right now, Joe, is they're, they're, they're trying to save face and say something to the effect that, hey, we, we tried to bring him back. We offered him a deal. He didn't take it. Or the team that, that – he went. He goes to talking about C.J. Gardner Johnson yep. that they offered him more money, and it's like, hey, but we tried to get him back, but he got more money, and they they kind of put it on the player. You can't be mad at somebody who goes somewhere and, and is an independent contractor and gets a better deal. You can't be mad at that. Look, there's going to come a time here. There's going to become a time here, maybe two, three, four years down the line, where Jalen Hurts is making fifty million dollars a year. We all see this coming, right? We we see the writing on the wall how this contract might go. That's not his cap number for this year. It won't be his cap number for this year. We're going to have to accept in 2026, the Eagles might have to have difficult decisions in the salary cap. They might not re-sign everybody. That's fine. That's not 2023. They were two minutes from a championship. They almost climbed the mountain. And to get the feeling they're going to sit out the first wave, I'm disappointed. 215-592-9494. Does it bother you? It bothers me. The mixed messaging bothers you. Kyle Quinn over here is trying to make us feel better. Does it bother you if the Eagles sit out the first wave of free agency? Patrick is up here on VIP. Good morning, Patrick. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's Good, going on, Patrick. Man? How you doing? It just seems really passive the way things are going here. I mean, there must be some master plan, but it's just hard to see. You know, I understand how we set expectations with that clip and things came out with Schefter and Elliott that these guys are not going to be signed. So they're setting the expectations for everyone, right? Because they, those those ideas didn't come from just made up, right? So it just seems really passive. I, I just 
would like to understand more what we're, what the plan is. I know, you know, we're going to have a 53-man roster at some point, but, uh, you know, we're not going to have these guys back, and I don't think we're going to make a splash anywhere. I'm, I'm glad you used that word, Patrick. It is passive. They, they are acting passive, and the weird part is they typically act aggressive. And Patrick, like I said a few minutes ago, it doesn't matter to me if they re-sign their own guys or go get someone else at 26 and, you know, you know, let him be the next, you know, whatever, Brandon Brooks or Roddy McLeod, but it just feels like they're going to do nothing the next couple of days, and that's bizarre. Yeah, I, you know, it's like this old, like, hey, uh, tell your girlfriend she can date other guys and let's see what happens there. It's like, <laughs> not going to no, work out well. I was telling Joe, I used that metaphor this morning. <laughs> I was talking about this. Like, hey, babe, you know what? You can see other people, but don't you go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. It's really weird. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. There is a master plan. I guess in some sense we do in how we, we trust, right? But uh, – it's just hard to see right now. Yeah, it is. 215-592-9494. That is how you hop aboard on this Monday morning. We're less than two hours to the start of legal tampering. Will it bother you if the Eagles set out the first wave of free agency? We're discussing it all here. It would bother me. Hugh's upset by the mixed messaging. Kyle's trying to talk us off the ledge. Where do you come down on this? 215-592-9494. On the other side, a little more on the info on the Darius Slay trade rumors. This straight from Slay himself. Is there bad blood between him and the Eagles? We'll play it for you next, coming up right here on the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP.